Koppel, host of the Time for Coffee podcast, where you get firsthand career advice into the jobs and industries that interest you the most. And before we start today's show, I have a quick favor to ask you. If you haven't already, I'd be incredibly grateful if you give us a rating and a review on iTunes. And if you're like me, you need to do it now because you'll forget later and because it's the best way to help others who may be in search of career advice to find this free resource. So press pause if you haven't done it and do it right now. I'll wait. Thanks so much and enjoy today's show. Hey there, Java Junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or ten minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini-episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career triple-shot K-Cup with my guest, Maya Grossman. So Maya, I want to read something that you wrote in your LinkedIn about section. It took place in 2009 and you write, and this is how you began to skyrocket your professional success. You wrote after seven years of working for the same company, we know which company that was, and making little progress, I felt stuck and I couldn't take it anymore. So I decided to make a big pivot and restart my career. I decided to leave a successful global company with 400 employees. This was the travel company to go to work for a startup with five people and no office. My family and friends thought I was making a big mistake. But it wasn't a mistake, was it, Maya? Nope. (laughs) <laughs> it was it was carefully planned. So um, to add a little bit more context, I graduated. And as you mentioned before, I majored in finance and marketing. I hated finance, but I fell in love with marketing. And I started asking myself, okay, how can I make this my career? I was working for a travel agency. They did not have a marketing department. I had no one around me doing marketing. So I had no idea how to step into that world. But the pain of doing something I didn't enjoy was a little bit bigger than the fear of, I have no idea how to get there. So I started coming up with ideas. And one of them was reaching out to my manager and saying, Hey, I know we don't have a marketing department, but I just learned about this new thing called social media. This is how old I am. And I think it can actually help the company. I think I can bring more customers to the travel agency. I'm going to do it in my spare time. I want to open a Facebook page, a Twitter account. I'm going to create the content because I want the experience, but I also think it will help the company. And at that point, I have been there for about six years. So they really trusted me and they said, not a problem. Go for it. Do whatever you need. So for six months, I built content for social media. I learned how to use all the different platforms and I gained real experience. And at that point, I was ready to actually apply for a marketing role. And that's how I made the pivot moving from the travel industry into marketing by creating experience with my current role 
so that I can get the next one. And get this, Maya's next role was executive director of PR and communications at a company called Blonde 2.0. And Maya found that role on Twitter because she was following a few influencers on the platform, which is again, some of the advice that she has for you to follow influencers in the industry that lights you up or that you're curious about. And one of the influencers Maya followed was the founder of a social media agency called Blonde 2.0. And you talk about landing this job in your book, Maya. And I would love for you to share what you did to prepare for this interview. Yeah, well, apart from spending six months doing hands-on work and creating my own experience, I also devoured everything that came out about social media. It was so new and so exciting. So I probably spent, I don't know, 50, maybe 70 hours reading about marketing, about social media, and about the startup industry, because that was where I wanted to go. So when I went to that interview, first and foremost, they tweeted that they were hiring. And about seven minutes later, I sent them my resume. I was that excited. And they did call me for an interview. And I remember sitting down at the office feeling so intimidated with all of those like super high-end marketing people. They were also experts at what they do. And it was just little me who only spent six months doing this kind of work. But I was so passionate about it and I was so knowledgeable. So when we had the conversation, I couldn't necessarily say, hey, here's an example of what I did. But I knew the right people in the industry. I knew all the new trends. I knew the names of all the tools. I knew how to use them. So when conversation happened, I I had an answer for almost everything that I was asked and I could come up with ideas on the spot. And I remember I got the job. I was extremely excited. There was one more part in the middle where they asked me to do real work. So I had to do like a case study. And I probably spent an entire weekend doing it, reworking it, reworking it, making sure that it's good. And then I got the call that I got the job and I was extremely excited. And I remember a couple of weeks later having a conversation with the CEO and I asked, Hey, I have to know. Why did you hire me? Because I know you interviewed people who, has been, who have been in this industry for longer. I remember they interviewed this really cool influencer. And he said, look, it was very clear, one, that you were passionate and that you care about this. So you would do anything to solve a problem and to do the work well. And I also saw what you did on your own for six months just to get to this place. So I knew that you would do the same for me. And that's why I decided to hire you. What Maya didn't mention is that in addition, in preparation for the interview, she read every tweet and every blog post that the hiring manager wrote. She learned what they cared about the most and she researched the company's target audience that were tech startups. Here's the big takeaway. And Maya wrote this. Despite the fact I had almost no relevant experience by the time I got to the interview, I knew more about social media and the startup ecosystem than anyone else. At least that's what she thought. And I also want you to share, Maya, 
how you were at this stage already learning to become the CEO of your own career, how you adopted an owner's mentality by troubleshooting and problem solving in your new role as if you were the owner. Actually, you'd been doing that at the travel agency as well, as if you were the owner, the CEO of Blonde 2.0, even though it wasn't technically in the scope of your work. Yeah, of course. Oh my gosh. So I finally got the job. I was so excited and I was one of five other account managers. So we each had a couple of clients that we managed and the agency was growing really quickly. The CEO was spending all of their time bringing in more customers. And as a result, we weren't scaling fast enough, right? So things started to fall between the cracks. We didn't really have consistency. Some clients were complaining. And it really bugged me because I love this company. I worked so hard to get there. I wanted to make sure that I still had a job and I wanted to make sure that I have opportunities to grow and support the company. So after a couple of weeks of going back and forth, like this is not my job, I shouldn't really tell people what to do. I had a Jerry Maguire moment and I decided to put together a plan. And when I say a plan, I just mean a Word document with like five bullet points. And I actually recently looked at it because I still have it literally five bullet points, but I thought it was a major plan. And I basically wrote down all the things that I think we should do to have a little bit more consistency, to scale faster, to have a better infrastructure to serve our clients. And uh, I set a meeting with the CEO and I said, Hey, I know you're busy with sales. You're not seeing what's happening on the ground. Here's what I'm seeing. I think it's a problem. We need to fix it. And I will never forget. He looked at me with a smile. I just told him we have a massive problem. And he looked at me with a smile and he said, you know what? You're absolutely right. You are the new supervisor. Go fix it. And that's how I became a manager overnight. One day I was an employee like everyone else. The next day I had a team of four people reporting to me. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to this latest episode of T4C. And if you're interested in learning more about my coaching services for confused college students and recent grads, feel free to check out the Time for Coffee website under the coaching tab at time, the number four, coffee.org or text me at 202-236-5712. That's 202-236-5712. Thank you.